Good morning. I'm Donna Quinn, and for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Towns. Happy New Year. I think we can say Happy New Year all the month of January. So Happy New Year to all of you. And in this time of a new year, we think about change. We think to ourselves, we are going to do healthy things for ourselves this year. So today, our program is going to be about health, wellness, and beauty from the inside out. And in the studio, I have Heather Hershey. Heather is the proprietor of Pink Elephant Juice Emporium. Good morning, Heather. Good morning. I'm happy to have you here today. So happy to be here. And I also have Amanda Kanicki. And Amanda is with Watershed Wellness. She is an esthetician. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning to you. Um, And uh, we're going to be talking about their two businesses. Um, Heather just opened her business in July of last year. It was formerly Nourish Juice, and she'll talk about that. And uh, Amanda just moved here from Portland. Uh, She is working with Watershed Wellness um, as their skincare professional. So um, first, we're going to talk with Heather of Pink uh, Pink Elephant Emporium. Um, Heather, please tell the listening audience a bit about yourself. Well, I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. I came to Astoria a year ago, October, and um, prior to being here, I was a professor at the University of Utah. I have a son who's going to be 27 next month, and um, I came to Astoria not necessarily to open a juice bar, but that's what happened, and I'm so excited about Pink Elephant Juice Emporium. And you were a professor, you taught writing, rhetoric. I taught writing and rhetoric studies at the University of Utah. Um, I was full-time for 13 years, and I've also taught, I have an MFA in fiction, so mm-hmm. I've taught creative writing for 25 years. And what made you decide to move to Astoria? I came on vacation with a friend who wanted to introduce me to a story. We came across the bridge, and I just felt as if I was going to live here. And two Mm. months later, I moved here Mm -hmm. without any expectation of that prior to the trip. Because you figured that you could do writing, you could continue writing as you do. Yeah, and I, at that point, was had uh, left the University of Utah, had been in a position where I was caretaking, a former professor of mine, and um, was just looking for something. I really wanted to focus on the novel I'm working on and try to finish that with some of the, um, you know, the time that I had at that point. But because you loved the fact that there was Nourish Juice Bar here, you said, ah, this is a bonus because you know about health and wellness and that what we eat and drink, obviously, is, is really our body's medicine. It's our fuel, right? Yeah. And so... It was kind of um, happenstance, a little serendipitous, that you um, wound up pretty much buying Nourish Juice Bar, right? Yeah, I did. I did that. I bought a juice bar. It still surprises me. Yeah, I met Jackson at the AVA Gallery. Um, he He was talking to me about his art, and the juice bar came up, and he told me they wanted to move to Maui, and they have now opened Nourish Maui, and... Pink Elephant is in its six months, and it's very exciting. So what is Pink Elephant Juice Emporium? The name, so Nourish had a very clean aesthetic, which I appreciate very much, but my aesthetic is a little more juicy, I guess, in terms of a little bit of kitsch, which is part of what appeals to me about Astoria, this kind of kitsch and whimsy funkiness. So I like the idea of an emporium. The word itself is kind of tongue-in-cheek. It suggests that there's a lot happening. 
And Pink Elephant comes from both my love of elephants and the fact that at one point when the Astor Building, where Pink Elephant is located, was Hotel Astoria, it was painted pink. I I believe it was in 1951. Oh, I didn't realize that. And after many Mm. decades, um, residents, locals called it the Pink Elephant. So that was a little piece of history that really appealed to me. I love the building itself. So that's kind of you know, what I was thinking in terms of the name itself. Um, What we offer is an incredible menu of juices, smoothies, smoothie bowls, and I've added toasts and toddies to the menu as well. Uh, Many of the recipes I inherited, some are new. We have rotating specials on each of our menu items. We hope to be carrying uh, soups this winter as well. And what is it about juicing that is so healthy for the for the human body? And um, and you have again, I think maybe people don't realize you have things like a, a beet bowl, and you have um, different kinds of smoothies, avocado toast. You have a hot ginger toddy. So at the root of all that is health and well being. Absolutely. And what I think is important for people to know is about juicing. There's a lot of controversy in some circles about juicing because people are concerned that you're losing nutrient or that you're losing fiber particularly when you juice the the reason that juicing is really helpful is that sometimes we put a lot of pressure on our bodies to actually do the work of digestion and juicing gives you an uh, uh, an immediate dose of nutrition without having to do that work, which is sometimes very beneficial, especially if your system is stressed by, you know, whatever, overeating through the holidays or something like that. So um, you can get a lot, you, for, you know, you can have four vegetables in one serving. That's true, because we just, I mean, I, I don't think any of us, no matter how well-intentioned we are, probably eat all of the things we should be eating every single day. Um, so, and you have also things people can add, um, um, and, and if somebody feels like they're getting the flu or something, a hot ginger toddy could be just the trick. I mean, I look at how we eat and how we take care of our bodies. I mean, that's healthcare. It's proactive healthcare to, to stay well so that we, um, aren't sick and going to aftercare after we're sick. Exactly. Yeah. So there's, there are a lot of things that you can think about just on a daily basis. For example, drinking warm beverages. Our body really processes nutrients more effectively if you take them warm. And sometimes that's a conflict for people with smoothies because they should be cold. And my smoothies are cold. But adding ice to smoothies, for example, is not necessarily a good idea because it, it, your, you, you can, your digestion constricts around the cold. So um, the hot ginger toddies are great in the fall and the winter. Um, I also have one called the Ruby Girl, which has a little dose of beet and orange. You can add or boost your your beverages with uh, boosters like Kitts LVC, the liposomal vitamin C. You can add to a smoothie for an extra dose of protection against flu bugs. So So it's kind of almost like it's a pharmacy. It's a juice pharmacy in a way. (laughs) But you also have these bowls. Tell us about the bowls if people may not know about the bowls. Yeah, bowls are very popular with all kinds of food (laughs) in recent years. But Sometimes people don't realize that smoothie bowls are um, like a thick smoothie. So none of my smoothies are dairy-based. It's actually pretty much all plant-based or vegan, uh, except for honey. So the smoothies will just be blended very thickly. So it's like a a frozen yogurt or a, a sorbet almost. 
And then they're topped with, I carry naked lemons, golden granola, and it's spiced with turmeric and clove. It's very delicious. So it's topped with that, some chia seed, some hemp seed, coconut flakes, and fruit. Uh, Right now, blueberries. Yes, I know that when I feel like, oh, I haven't gotten my greens lately, then I can stop in and get a green drink from you. And then uh, I definitely uh, feel better. My body's like, yes, we need those greens. Yay. Yay. Um, And you're doing things besides just the delicious food, and you're open every day but Wednesday, uh, pretty much 10 to 5, Sunday 10 to 4. Um, And what other things are you doing? Because you brought your writing and you brought art into the space. Yeah, I really, I I mean, that was one of the reasons I was attracted to Astoria is just the incredible arts community. And I immediately felt welcomed. Um, I joined AVA when I got here, um, Astoria Visual Arts and also Astoria Writers Guild. Um, I, I want, I think what I've done well in my life is facilitate other people's writing, other people's art projects. I'm really interested in having a community space where people feel welcome to just express themselves and also to support new emerging artists. So for example, Amber Von Rose is premiering her Polaroid, not premiering, she had one show before, but she's bringing her Polaroid um, photography to the Pink Elephant on this art walk this Saturday. So that's one of the things I do. I also have uh, creative reading series we've had. Um, Stan Crawford came, a garlic farmer and novelist, so that was a great reading. He was visiting from New Mexico. And on Saturday the 18th of January, we're having a poetry and performance extravaganza hosted by Ginger Vitus, and we'll have seven local writers reading that night. So I'm, I'm really excited to be able to participate in the amazing arts that are happening in Astoria. Well, I think we have so much um, alcohol here. Actually, we have so many <laughs> bars. You know, we have breweries and bars and all that's wonderful. <laughs> However, I love the idea of, um, you know, an evening performance or an afternoon writing class or something in a place where I'm going to be eating or drinking something that's really my body's, yes, thank you. I want this. I need this. <laughs> I need the booster. I need the hot ginger toddy or whatever. Um, so that's a great combination. Yeah, and my next writing class series, I want to focus on that, that actually writing the body and how can writing facilitate health. And that's something that I experienced um, with some of the health issues that I faced in my life. Writing has really helped me through coming to terms with what the pain is actually teaching me and shifting my approach to health away from any kind of moral stigma attached to bad behavior when I eat too much chocolate and really starting to think about the holistic way that health can, the holistic way our bodies work and how our understanding and appreciation of that can facilitate more strength, more health. So, and realizing that health is delicious. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Health is delicious. And so when are you going to be doing these? Uh, So these are, people can find out about you where on Facebook or a website? Right now I don't have Mm -hmm. a website. Um, I am on Facebook, Instagram, Yelp, Google. Um, The events are posted on both Facebook and Instagram right now. The events for January and the writing class I haven't scheduled yet. Okay, so we can look out for Writing the Body, mm-hmm. which will be a class that you'll be offering at Pink Elephant Juice Emporium. And 
What other things do you think maybe the public doesn't know about um, health and wellness as as relates to what we're eating and drinking? I think sometimes, you know, we're using food to escape, to comfort. I think food is our, our first experience of love. I mean, we can take that back to to mama, you know, and I, I sometimes think that that gets confused. So I, I really think it's important for people to think about being fed as a way of loving oneself, but recognizing that those nutrients are available to facilitate that feeling throughout our body. So it doesn't have to be about... Uh, performing on some level. It's about really just appreciating the bounty that's available in terms of health from the simplest of foods. You know, a beet is an amazing thing. I really love beets and beet <laughs> greens, and you can get them in all in the same smoothie. So. That's great. Yes, you're right. Health is delicious. Um, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Talk of Our Towns. I'm your host, Donna Quinn, and today we're talking about health and wellness, beauty from the inside out, radiance from the inside out. And today, my guests are Heather Hershey. Heather is the proprietor of Pink Element Juice Emporium. We've just been talking with her uh, about her business, um, which she just opened Pink Elephant uh, last year in July. And now we're going to turn our attention to Amanda Kanicki. Amanda is the esthetician with Watershed Wellness. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. Amanda, tell us a little bit about Amanda Kanicki. Well, I just moved here about a month ago uh, from Portland, and I moved here for my job, which is what we're talking about. So I moved here for Watershed Wellness. Uh, they've been here for about three years, and I curated the skincare program for Watershed Wellness in Portland. Uh, and then we decided to make it a full-time gig out here. And you have loved health and beauty since you were young. Since I was young, yeah, uh, I've been doing skincare for 13 years. Uh, I actually started out on the other side of health and beauty, which was makeup. Uh, I did that professionally for a number of years. And then, uh, you know, when you're a makeup artist, you have people coming in uh, with skincare issues. And, you know, instead of uh, treating it at the base, you have somebody that you're putting makeup on. Uh, and I kind of gravitated towards holistic skincare after I discovered that I wanted to fix the face before I put makeup on it. Yes, and I think most people, again, we forget the skin is the largest organ of the body. What we put on our skin goes into our system. It's true. And there's a lot of uh, not even misinformation. There's just no information out there on skincare. You know, oftentimes I have clients that come to me, you know, that ask me about hyaluronic acid or they ask me what appeal is. Is this something I should be doing? Uh, so I've kind of made it my job uh, to help people navigate that surplus of skincare information that's out there. And that's part of my, one of the cornerstones of my practice at Watershed Wellness. Well, what I think is interesting is that Watershed Wellness offers acupuncture, massage therapy, yoga, and skincare. So it's a proactive healthcare treatment. It is not some luxurious uh, lu- luxury. It's not some, it's, it's healthcare. Yep. Get rid of the word pampering. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Uh, so the whole idea behind um, everything that we offer at the clinic is that it's a, a healthcare practice, right? So um, I think in the past and even still skincare has the stigma around it that it's a 
pampering, you know, getting a facial is a luxurious experience only for people with money. So uh, with the skincare program at Watershed Wellness, we really try to emphasize it on baseline health. You know, like you said, the skin is the largest organ in and on the body. So what is going on the skin, all the products that are absorbed on our skin can directly affect other organs in the body. So, Well, um, I know that um, all of us use, you know, lotions and potions and all of that, men and women and teenagers who suffer from acne. And I mean, they're so you know, our skin, it's and, and how we look to the world, especially our faces, that's a calling card in, in, in a way. And, and how we care for ourselves ref, is reflected on how we, you know, our parents. Right. And everyone's needs are different. You know, at, um, at the clinic, we offer a variety of treatments. We offer back facials. We offer, you know, a vitamin C facial. We offer, you know, a classic facial. And really, like, no facial is like the last one, even if you're a regular client of mine, everyone's needs are different. And all of those treatments stemmed not from any sort of idea about skincare, but really from a concern from a client. And that's how that kind of happened organically. Right. And I think what's really important, what I learned a very long time ago, is that um, a professional skincare uh, um, expert called an esthetician um, knows like what the products are that is the, that are the cleanest. They they look at the re- latest research on how skin regenerates, on how we're aging, on how we're you know all of that. Right. I'm always learning too. You know, understanding the skin. Uh, means to understand certain conditions in the skin and why they happen, right? You know, so we're taught from, you know, our first day in beauty school, like which layer of the skin is accountable for what and, you know, why acne is still happening at uh, an adult age, which is something that I encounter a lot, um, both in Astoria and in Portland in my practice, you know, uh, why, uh, you know, aging is a concern for a lot of clients too. Um, And also, you know, getting rid of the stigma that surrounds the word aging. Aging Mm -hmm. is going to happen. Uh, It's not something we can put off. And so making clients feel comfortable with the idea that aging can be graceful and taking care of your skin is a loving healthcare act. It's not, again, a pampering luxurious service. So what are some of the mistakes that, you know, people are typically making with regard to skin care? If because I know a lot of times you you can go into a you know, a large department store and you just buy something over the counter, which is filled with all kinds of things you don't really want to put on your skin and feed your skin because you're feeding your skin. Sure. Yeah. You know, lots of uh, cosmetics have fillers in them and chemicals. As a rule of thumb, I always ask my clients, you know, to check a label uh, and I'll never shame somebody for products that they're currently using. Right. That that doesn't feel good. You know, take something that a client is using and instead of making them feel bad for using a product that has a bunch of chemicals in it, maybe point out what it could be doing to their skin in the long run. Right. And so I always ask my clients to read a label and if they can't pronounce Uh, some of the ingredients in the label, then maybe it's not a good fit for their skin, right? Uh, It's uh, over exfoliation is something that people do all the time. Like, I think some of us are taught from an age to buff our skin out, uh, you know, to make sure that our skin is clean, but like everything like juicing and, you know, like any other healthcare practice or everything is best in moderation. So uh, it's my job to educate people on the balance with skin. Exfoliation is definitely something that people tend to do a lot of. Yes, that's right. I, I And because there's so many advertisements and people don't know, I mean, unless, you know, um, unless they themselves really are interested in, in research this. I mean, I think that um, in Europe, we see um, spas and health clinics 
where where women go to take care of themselves from the inside out again and 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 also they get facials they they have massages whereas here the joke is that american women spend money on jewelry and makeup and designer clothes instead of the health it's such a thing i have uh many clients who have been to europe and traveled to places like hungary where uh hungary is widely considered in europe to be like the epicenter of skincare uh it's funny they spend their money on healthcare and wellness there it's not even a second thought you know instead of going out to the bar and dropping 50 bucks on a bar tab they you know go to the spa and it's men it's women it's children it's not you know in america spa culture i think is largely been centered around women in europe it's the whole family right so they're spending their money on massages and skincare and things that they know will sustain their health for the long run and um so tell us about what skincare products you like uh, I work exclusively with a line called Eminence Organic Skincare. Um, in professional skincare, estheticians like to pair with a line that offers continuing education, uh, that offers them uh, marketing materials and support, um, and they choose to work with a line that they think is the best fit for their practice. I chose Eminence because it's organic, cold-pressed, a uh, small batch, uh, and all the products are concentrated, and so they last for a long time. Yeah, because again, I think that's where we, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, people are confused about what skincare products because all skin is different. I mean, everybody. And and the important thing, again, as you say, I think is to think about um, teenagers and men. Right. You know, and, and what we're putting on our skin, too. You know, anything that goes on our skin is directly absorbed into the bloodstream at some point, depending on how large or small the molecule is. Uh Working with uh, men and children is something that I hope to do more this year. I see lots of women for facials. Uh, getting somebody to commit to a regimen that feels comfortable for them is something that I'm looking forward to. And can you tell us a little bit? I know you do um, lymphatic lymphatic drainage and Ayurvedic is is important. Talk a little bit about that. Please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what do people think a facial is, right? People think a facial is getting a mask painted on their skin and there's some massage involved. My style of facial goes way beyond that. You mentioned lymph- lymphatic drainage. Um, you're actually able to, if trained correctly, drain stagnant fluid from the face and lend to uh, uh, a less puffy, more leaner appearance, but it also has detoxification benefits. Uh, you know, we're talking about health and wellness in the new year. Lots of people are looking to supplement their healthcare routine. Lymphatic drainage is something that can be incorporated into a facial that helps to detox uh, every organ in the body. Uh, dry brushing, which of course has Ayurvedic roots, uh, I think it's important to note that, uh, can increase circulation. Uh, you know, I have clients that are coming in that say that they look dull or they feel patchy or red. So dry brushing can actually help to reduce inflammation as well. We are so lucky to live in this climate, though, with all this beautiful moist air, because I know that um, if you um, in in the Southwest um, there are the sun damage is. How do you feel about the, what is the whole situation here with sun and sun damage? Well, the whole idea is that people don't wear sunscreen here because the sun is never here. <laughs> so, uh, educating people on. Uh, the notion that sun damage happens even when the sun is not totally present. Uh, I think Oregon has one of the highest rates of skin cancer in the entire United States. One of them, not the one of them. So educating people on that. uh, We are lucky with how moist the air is here. I think the last time I checked, it was like 92% humidity in the last couple of weeks. Uh, So uh, 
uh, it seemed like a natural fit to move out here. It seemed like there was a need for some sort of skincare, especially since, you know, everyone here faces the environment uh, so much more and kind of braces the elements. And so I really enjoyed working with people with those concerns. Yes, actually, you know, fishermen out there, they could they could <laughs> benefit from proactive skincare for sure. And and so you actually recommend that people do wear sunscreen. Obviously, healthy organic sunscreen would be your preference. Year-round. Yeah, year-round. Uh, lots of times people wear sunscreen. A lot of cosmetics have sunscreen in them now, nowadays, right? Like a lot of women are wearing a cover-up or a foundation that already has SPF in it. Uh, a lot of even, um, you know, any organic product, a lot of uh, moisturizers now have a built-in SPF these days. It's just something that can't be ignored anymore. Right. I, I You know, it's tricky because there's all, uh, as in everything, health and wellness, like, this is good for you. Nope, wait, now that's bad for you. Nope, this is good for you. Nope, now that's bad for you. So just, I, I love the idea that you can go to an expert and say, what's the latest research really showing and, and how do we balance that out with what we're doing in our lives? It's so true. One of my favorite parts of my job actually in doing skincare at Watershed Wellness is uh, supplementing people with information. For mm-hmm. every person that comes in, uh, I do a follow-up email from them and I go, listen, let's talk about your skin in between appointments. I tell people I'm buried in client emails all day. It's not a bother. Uh, you'd be surprised at how receptive people are to it. They want the information. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing for their skin. And it doesn't have to be a 10 product routine, right? We're just navigating the information that's out there. This could be for somebody who uses a bar of soap in the shower and wants to know why they're still having breakouts. And so for every person that comes in, um, there's an email exchange and we talk about all the things that are going on with skincare. That's products, that's routine, uh, what they should or shouldn't be using. I mean, it's everything. There's so many questions. Right. Because, and and, uh, so one of the tips I think you've mentioned is people are over exfoliating and maybe they're using, you know, uh, too much hot water. Maybe it should be more tepid water, things like that. You know, it's tricky. We were, you know, I've been thinking about like, uh, quick things to, uh, you know, quick tips to give to people. And one of them is exfoliation in the winter. Uh, People don't want to exfoliate in the winter because they want to hold on to everything that they're, every bit of moisture that is in and on their skin. It's actually more important to exfoliate in the winter uh, when you've got a bunch of, you know, dead skin cells hanging out on your face. All those delicious oils and lotions that you want to use won't make it past that layer of dead skin. It's kind of like putting lotion on through a pair of jeans. It wouldn't work. Okay. Well, that, that's really good to know. How do people find you? Now, I know that well, Watershed Wellness now has two locations. That's right. Yeah. We just opened. Uh, we acquired the old Port of Astoria offices down at uh, Pier 1. And that location is Chinese medicine, massage, and acupuncture. And then I, my practice, the skincare practice and yoga is downtown at 14th and Commercial. All right. That was the original location of Watershed Wellness. That was the original location. Uh, the yoga studio is beautiful. The whole clinic has this incredible view of the river. Um, it's really a lovely spot to relax before and after a treatment. And and we just have a few minutes left, so I want to give each of you an opportunity to say a few more things. But um, I think if in this year, 2020, we can think of self-care as not being a selfish act. Self-care is a is proactive um health it, it is um it, it's about how we're living our lives for the people that we love and for ourselves and, and i think you said something about loving ourselves enough to to eat well and to take care of ourselves so heather do you want to say any last things to the listening audience please well, i think what you just said is really important and this idea that 
that we're somehow being selfish is, I think, a, a really difficult one for people to combat. But if we can look at it as if self-care actually leads to broader care of those around you, and it's really a relief to, kind of, to, to let yourself feel good in your own body. And to do that by finding nutrients, hydrating, all of these lovely things that we've been talking about. Yes. And, and I'm a big fan of drinking warm water. I think warm water is good. I'm not a, um, I think that's a great idea. The Chinese like that too. But um, so hydrating and eating and drinking wonderful things, which obviously people can find at, at uh, Pink Elephant Juice Emporium. Yes, indeed. Um, as well as writing. And I'm really excited about the, your class coming up, Writing the Body. Amanda, any last things you'd like the Lucianis to know? I'm just really looking forward to educating people on the idea that a facial is not a pampering service and talking about things like exfoliation and why you should be eating oil. And I'm just looking forward to building my practice out here and visiting with people and letting them know that it's not a fancy spa service and we are here to help the overall health and wellness. Yes. And how we think and feel about ourselves is crucial. What we say to ourselves, our words have power, our actions have power. So if we give ourselves the gift of health and wellness, it benefits everyone we love, just like you said. So thank you both so much for being here. So my guests today have been Heather Hershey. Heather is the proprietor of Pink Elephant Juice Emporium in, right in downtown Estoria in the... Astor Building, the 1423 the, Commercial. Okay, and almost right across the street, uh, yeah. we have Amanda. We across the street. <laughs> Amanda Kennecke, who is an esthetician with Watershed Wellness, the esthetician with Watershed Wellness. So right across the street. So we have two opportunities here in Astoria for proactive health care. Health and beauty from the inside out this year. Thank you both so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Dylan Hauser-Schalk, for being the amazing engineer you always are. And my gratitude to local talented um, banjo instructor Michael Bruin for his original theme music for this program. Until next week. Find a moment for yourself. In fact, let's take that moment right now to all take a very deep, healing, nourishing breath together. So good for body, mind, and spirit. And then with gratitude, focus on the things that are going well in your life. There will always be things that aren't going well, but focus with gratitude on the things that are going well. And then give yourself a loving and compassionate hug or a pat on the back for being uniquely you, for doing the best you can, because most people really are, and for being here now in this moment, the only moment that exists, the now moment on the amazing planet we call Earth. <laughs> <laughs>